Well, hello and welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in small towns across the Midwest. I'm your host, Allison Hassler with Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. And I'm Russell Williams, the director of Ethos Small Business Incubator and Co-working Spaces right here in downtown Marion, Illinois uh, on Tower Square Plaza. And that's where we're at today. I'm so thankful that you're joining us. We also want to thank our sponsors, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and also our producers at Union Street Arts. You can join our small town big business community by subscribing to anywhere you listen to podcasts as well as Facebook. So subscribing is free and when you subscribe, you won't miss upcoming episodes that are released every two weeks. If you'd like to know more about the Small Town Big Business Podcast or the Ethos Small Business Incubator and Co-working Spaces in Marion, Illinois, email me at russell at watermarkethos.org. All right, and if you are new to this podcast, if this is your first time listening, welcome. And what we are here to talk about is we interview successful business owners and founders with their business, their successful business, and figure out what thrives in a small town. And today we have Teresa Adams Voigt, successor of Thumbs Adam's shoe <laughs> store in downtown Marion. Welcome to the show, oh, Teresa. it's great to be here. I'm excited. All hey, right. You're a podcast listener. We were I talking am a about a podcast listener. Yes. Yeah. I get to hear and ramble off the ones I listen to, but I highlight any. Oh, you interested. can go. Give me three. Uh, the Unfolding, which mm. is one of my absolute favorite podcasts. Um, and then Big Daddy Weave, Mike Weaver, has a podcast that I enjoy. Mm. And then I like um, just other various ones, like not always political ones, but yeah. I like more religious type ones. So yeah. um, definitely those two for sure are the top two of my things I listen to. I have never heard of either, and I'm now I'm going to listen to them. Well, Thank the you. unfolding is number one on my, my list of things. So And you listen to Small Town Big and Business. And I do, of course, yes. And I, <laughs> and I also... <laughs> Pay for Spotify, so I'm going to listen to myself now on the go. car radio eventually. That's so. awesome. You'll enjoy it. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> well, tell us about you, Teresa. How did Adam's Shoe Store get started? And let's also interweave your personal, how you got involved as well. Um, so my grandpa and my uncle started it in 1926. And I really think that um, it was because it was a depression or it was getting ready wow. to be the depression. Now, um, is the longest... Person, longest owning business, single owning business that we've had. Yeah, we're approaching 100 years here. Yeah, I think so. Um, So, uh, my grandpa died when I was seven. So he died actually on March 1st, 32 years ago. So I didn't get to pick his brain a lot about things, but just over the years, just like watching and like looking at pictures, have kind of uh, made a puzzle in my head about what happened. But uh, they opened it up, and then. My grandpa went off to war and my uncle kept it open. And then at one time there were four brothers and they had individual businesses. So there was the shoe store or at the time they did mostly repair. There was a barber shop, a restaurant and a cab company. On the shoe store um, Facebook page, we have a picture of like the old, like where it was the cab company and like yeah. the cabs on Very the outside. Cool. This is Adams on the outside. Yeah. Um, so each brother had their own business and then, um, the youngest brother wanted to do something else. So they sent him off to college hmm. and my grandpa stayed with, and then I don't exactly understand the logistics of it, but my grandpa stayed. My uncle ended up dying young. They all died. 
They all die of heart attacks very young. Uh, So my grandpa uh, stayed, and then my dad was working there, and he's obviously still there with me, and my grandma, and she passed away about mm, four or five years ago now. And um, then it kind of just, I don't know, I went to college. Um, But when I got out of college, there was no opportunities. I couldn't get any doors open. Like I had a bachelor's degree. I was, I was ready to go to work someplace, but like it did not matter. I could apply until I couldn't apply anymore. And like nothing was opening doors. And I finally just sat down one day and said, I think the Lord just wants me to stay here. I don't know what else to do, you know? And, um, we had to move actually. That was like a big ordeal for us. Cause we had been in the business that we'd been in that same building for 90 years. And so many people will say, I remember when you were on the square, we were never on the square. We've always been in that one spot. On You've always the, been on the North market location. I have always location. been on North market street. So it's like two blocks from our location here. Yeah. yeah. I've always been on North market. Like we have pictures to prove it. <laughs> and was all the businesses located in yes, that? Yes. We were there. Were, there were four buildings. There still are four buildings. Well, two buildings, four rooms are wow. sitting there. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, so I, we ended up moving after 90 years. I am never mm-hmm. doing that again. I'm never moving a 90 year old business, but my best friend at the time, she owned the building that we are in the buildings that we mm-hmm. are in now. And I said, are you, are you doing anything with your buildings? And she said, no. And I said, can I move into them? Because mm-hmm. I, I was like, either we go out of business or, you know, but we were so yeah. busy. I, and I couldn't, I cannot um, take away from the heritage of that. Like, I'm third generation, and I'm really kind of proud of that. Um, yeah. And I wish my grandpa were alive. Like, he would be 112. But um, <laughs> I wish he were alive because I think he would find it really fascinating as to what we've done. We've moved. Uh, so we've been down there for five years now. We bought yeah. the building. We've been there for five years. And um, I, you know, I like what we've done. I, there's obviously always going to be things that I want to do. I watch too many of those places, things where they make over buildings and I would love to do that. I just need more money to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be at the shoe store. There was never a time in my life when I didn't think this is where I want to be. Like when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, up and on, I was always like, I want to be at the shoe store. And okay. my dad would always be like, Oh, you know, there's other things, you know, he yeah. never would dissuade me, but he would say there was other things you could do. And I just always wanted to be there. And, um, you know, it's a family dynamic. So it's mm-hmm. my dad and my mom's been a nurse for years, but she retires. So she's back with us now, mm-hmm. but you know, it's always been me and my dad and, uh, and then whomever else comes to work for us becomes family. Um, and so unfortunately, uh, two of our employees, they retired a couple of years ago, but they're still like our family. So like they come and visit. Um, but I always just wanted to be down there. So whenever the opportunity arose to take it over, mm-hmm. I was kind of all game. I was just like, all right, let's do this. Let's, you know, but we're going to go in a different direction. So I've been big into branding our name right now. Yeah. Of course, my ideas and my dad's ideas <laughs> are two different things. And, uh, he's not, he's always like, why are you making these crazy commercials? I said, you have so much time to get somebody's um, attention, attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, you have like 10 seconds maybe to grab somebody's attention. I said, nobody wants to see the same commercial of since 1926, you yeah. know, no one wants to see that. So I got people dancing around. I got people, you know, running out the door, throwing things. I don't know. I've got all sorts <laughs> of stuff going on, yeah. but you know, a lot of people will come in and say, I saw your commercial yeah. and the, they remember it. And I, you know, I want to be, uh, 
the people, I want to be the store that they think of first when they come for footwear, yeah. you know, well, we came here first. I don't want to be like, we went, you know, we went to all these other places and then we came here, you yeah. know, last. Yeah. I want to be first in your mind. Sure. Um, and I just, I'm, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't really have, um, like some sort of aha moment where I was like, this is what I'm going to do forever. But, right. um, but you didn't go to school. To I did go this. to school. What I was the time well, frame on that? Yeah. Um, I went, <laughs> Try not to age yourself. I'll be honest. I'll be 40 this year, so it does not seem like I should be that old yet. Um, so I graduated in high school in 2000. Yep. And born and raised here. I yeah. Or elsewhere. Yeah, I was yeah. born and raised in Marion, and I have to tell you, I did not graduate from Marion. I graduated from Johnston City. Yeah. Um, my, it's a whole other backstory of, <laughs> of things, but. Um, I ended up at a Christian school for quite some time, uh, from about sixth grade to ninth grade, and that was just a really good plot of time for me to be in that situation, um, just you know, raised with um, Christian values and uh, at a Christian school setting, and I really enjoyed that. But unfortunately, that school kind of was going downhill with their curriculum, and my parents said, you know you really need to go back to public school because you're going to get the education you need to go to college. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school and I did not want to go back to Mary and I had, I didn't know anybody at that point. Everybody was, you know, like everybody was grown up Mm -hmm. and I was 15 years old and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know who these people are anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, Luckily, my grandparents lived in Johnson City. They're like, you can use our address and you can go to Johnson City. And it was a brand new high school. It was the first year they opened the high school. And I went to high school there. I love Johnston City. I will still always be a big fan of Johnston City. And I still love Marion, of course. I, I mean, I've been here my entire life. I never moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I just drove to Johnston City. <laughs> it's like five minutes. What's right. the big deal, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been here my entire life. I... You know, the farthest I ever lived away was five miles out of town, and that was too far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I complained about it. You can ask my husband. I complained yeah. about that a lot. But either way. But it wasn't um, too long after you graduated college. Your degree was in? My, I got my first degree in uh, so uh, computer information systems. Okay. Okay. So then I went back, and I got a bachelor's in um, English. Okay. And so I like to write. And yeah. I thought I would be a teacher. Well, guess what? I'm not a teacher at yeah. all. The patience <laughs> level is just not there. Yeah, uh, and with well, that's the hard way too. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> with both, so that was like 2008. Yeah, and then 2008, yeah. Uh, it took me a while to figure out where I was going with sure. all this. Um, in 2008, there was no jobs, and it was that whole big, yeah. you know, we real estate crash. issue. We had a crash, and yeah. there was no jobs. And Housing market. There was, I, yeah, yeah, and I a lot going on. I just remember thinking, okay, fine. If this is where I'm going to be, this is where I'm going to be. Yeah. And so, then, did your dad was he happy about you going in the business, or did he cry? <laughs> Um, he didn't really, uh, it was just like, like, okay, are you sure? sure? You want to make sure you're okay. Like, are you sure? Like, this is what you want to do because you know, any people think that when you own a small business, you have like all this money and all this free time. Well, that's not the case. You live it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't just stay at work. It comes home with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and there are multiple times I'll be home and my mom will call and what are we talking about? You know? Um, so yeah. And you don't have all this money that they talk about. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Most people will say to me, or it used to be people would say to me, well, what do you do with all your money? I'm like, well, where's it at first? I'm like, is it in a (laughs) Swedish bank account someplace overseas? Like I would like to access this money that you're talking about. You know, you, you, you live it. You don't have 
Well, you can come and go. There are pros and cons, obviously. You are that business. You are that face. And you have to be really careful about um, what you do and say because, you know, anybody can take anything wrong. And my big thing is it's like, okay, whenever, like, we're talking, uh, I'll always say, you know, don't talk about certain things because you don't want to hack somebody off. And then they can, you know, nowadays with social media, anybody can say anything and just run off and, and say anything negative. And that's not the goal that we want. You know, we want you to come out of there. We want you to be happy when you come out of there. But, um, yeah, we, we are, uh, just, uh, interested in serving the community basically. So, What's it like to be a storefront in downtown Marion, population 17,000 and growing? Um, so what is what is that like? Because we've had a lot of service-based uh, businesses that we've interviewed lately, and, uh, I, and we have a couple boutiques, so we um, had Lavish Box on here not that long ago. But what is it like with you and being that face? You know, you have the consumer consumers walking in and I never really thought about it I guess because I've always been there yeah. um, my family's always been there it's never been a um, you're the face or the you know it's always been uh, just be polite be respectable um, the thing about it is people know my dad more than me I mean you say Vince Adams and everybody's like I know him you know mm-hmm. he's been here forever too he's mm-hmm. never not lived in Marion too um but, and even now, I don't tell people I own it mostly because they don't believe me. I mean, they will go get my dad. <laughs> They'll be like, oh no, I no, I want to talk to your dad. Like, okay, but I mean, that's ins- I mean, I guess something could change. I don't know, but, uh, you know, they still want to talk to my dad, which is fine. I don't care. A lot of times, um, this sounds awful, but a lot of times men want to talk to men. Yeah. Um, I'm just not obviously going to do it for them as far as what they need. So, okay, you want to talk to a man? Great. There's two right there. So <laughs> you can have your pick of my uncle or my father. Um, but everybody knows my dad. I, I don't really think about uh, being a storefront. I think about um, how business is going in the future. I really think that COVID uh, changed how we buy things. And I was just actually probably last I don't know, last season, I had talked to Katie Fowler about the fact that, you know, how we buy things, how we look at things now are so different mm-hmm. uh, than we used to. You know, people go live on Facebook to sell things. Before that, you did not see a lot of that unless it was like LuLaRoe, you know, yeah. and that was a, you know, a, a lady at home, you know, with four kids. Um, but nowadays it's all about your storefront, but it's also about your online image. And that's kind of what, um, me and Stephanie, my marketing manager, we've been working on as far as our imprint on the internet um, and getting everything, kind of building a foundation to get things to where not only do you see us, um, you know, you can come in, but you can see us online and you can, you have a amount of different ways to shop online. Although right now I'm, it's slow. <laughs> I am uh, not the best with uh, some of the stuff I have to do. I, I don't enjoy always putting in inventory. That is just a really uh, boring thing to do. <laughs> sure. It's like, a, you know, one after the other after the other. And I have scanned so many UPC codes. I, you know, it makes you sick. But um, 
Well, what is your favorite part about being a business owner? I like, probably I like the interaction with the people. And I also like the fact that you become friends with some of your customers. And I met my husband at the shoe store. Um, Believe it or not. Yes, I met him in there. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, everybody says you have a really great love story. It's because I met him at the shoe store. There's another commercial for you. Yeah, I guess so. Um, That actually isn't a bad idea. Mm -mm. Uh, Someone would need to play me. So, so, um, yeah, I love the interactions with people. Um, Most of the time, everybody's super friendly. You know, you find out things about people. They will come in and like, just tell you their life story. And sometimes it's really interesting. And sometimes you can make connections through certain people. Um, And I've made some friends, you know, just being in business or, you know, just when they come in, you know, you know who they are. And I really like that. It's almost like, you know, cheers. Everybody knows your name. I really like that. A lot of times I'll be waiting on a customer and someone will come in that I know. And it's just like, hey, how are you doing? You know, what do you need? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I really like that about it. Um, And that's really the secret of your success. I mean, when you think of shoe stores, they don't survive a hundred years No, and they're like bookstores, right? You can mm-hmm. buy those online. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to have a storefront, but it sounds like you guys have, have made the changes that you've ne- ma- needed to make generation to generation. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. the consistency is being a good provider to customers oh, yeah. and well, building that relationship. Customer yeah. service is a huge you know, big deal. Like whenever I go to places, I expect somebody to help me if I need some help and you don't get that. Uh, with us, it's like, if you need help, please let us know. And it's odd because now this generation that's coming up does not want help and I don't know how to handle it. Uh, they'll come in like, I don't need help. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't no need interaction. Help. I need help. I need to help you. Like, I don't yeah. feel like I'm doing anything if I don't help you. Yeah. So that's a big, that's a big part of it. You have to talk to people. You have to know how to talk to people and you can't be scared. Um, They're there because they want you to help them. They want to know what's going to be the best for what they're wearing. You know, you look at, uh, we look at a lot of what we sell as a tool because we service a lot of people who are in, you know, factories or construction, Mm -hmm. you know, sites or, you know, different places, uh, you know, out and about. And you have to look at that like, okay, I'm giving them something that, not only needs to be comfortable, but they can wear and it's going to hold up and it fits them correctly. Cause a lot of people come in and they don't know what size shoe they wear. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, we're going to start from scratch. We're going to measure your foot because we need to know we're going to need a starting point to get mm-hmm. you into the right thing. Yeah. yeah. I know my husband appreciates that because he walks on concrete all day mm-hmm. and he's got to have his, his special shoes and he goes to Adams about once a year and he buys the new shoes and they're usually about the exact same things that he does. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so what is, it's really interesting because you have this legacy business, three generations, and you have went through a lot as a business going through three different generations, almost a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of the challenges that you faced in the last, so in your season of ownership? And we talked about that a little bit about how you have kind of set some of the the older mindsets and kind of pushing your way into newer, uh, maybe a different way of thinking about marketing. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit of where you saw the most shifting that happened while you joined ownership with your father? Um, I put in a computer system. That was the big shift. There wasn't one before. Um, oh wow. Before before yeah. that, it was you know, 
okay, you own it, but I'm still doing what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I thought, well, uh, I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to put in a computer system because, you know, we need to know what we've got on hand. Uh, and it's frustrating when you... Was your dad like, I have it all right here? Yes. Yeah. For years, you know, for years you'd be like, someone would rattle off a number and you'd be like, oh, hold on. I know what that is right in your head. Right. And he got to the point where, you know, now we carry over 40 brands and you cannot remember everything. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I said about, it's been about five years ago, I said, let's put in a computer system. And I searched and searched and I asked questions and I finally found one. And then... Um, Last April, I put in another one that has nothing to do with the old one. So we're, we have phased out the old one. We've put this new one in, and it utilizes your phone. And nobody is happy about that. <laughs> um, you know, I can be talking to a customer. I can pull my phone out and scan it. I can tell you what I've got in the store. I can tell you how much it is. Um, and that has been, the, honestly, I know that sounds crazy, but that's been a big hurdle. Technology has been a huge hurdle sure. for my family because it was never... A big ordeal when my dad was younger, you know, they always just wrote receipts out, which, you know, that's great. But um, if you need proof of something, if you yeah. need to look on some, look back at something, you've got it right there. And it tells you uh, even what time things happen or what, what time things were bought and sold. Um, so I, I like that. That's been my big hurdle. And of course, my dad every day is like, I'm going to take a hammer to it. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, and then I put in the biggest, uh, biggest thing recently was the security cameras we put in the store. We put, we had always had some type of camera in the store, but this time I enlisted another small business in the area to uh, put in security cameras and they're in real time. So when you come in, I can see you walk in and I'm not running down there because it's lagging and, you know, five minute stretch of time. But that was a big ordeal too. You know, uh, why do we need new security cameras? You know, what's wrong with this? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm like, it constantly bleeps in and out, you know? So I... Um, just the technology aspect of it has been very difficult for people to kind of grasp. And the poor, the poor lady that works for me part-time, she's wonderful. Um, but I think she would just rather wait on customers and say, here, you take care of the register. You take care of that computer and I'll just stand over here. Because she'll stand up there. I tell her she has performance anxiety. Because they get up there and they go to check out and she looks at it and she's like, uh, okay. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm right here behind you. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to help you. Um, but that's been, that's been a huge ordeal. Um, and of course my uncle and my mom are probably the most open to it, but my dad, um, you know, sometimes you just get set in your ways and sometimes he just doesn't want to have to deal with it. He just wants to write it down. You know, he doesn't have to think about what you have to click or what you have to scan, you know, but it's easier, you know, once you learn. Um, and another hurdle I've had is I'm a woman, um, and that's, that's sometimes a problem because they don't always want to talk to me. Like I said, they want to talk to my dad, which is fine. Um, and then it, and let's talk- be clear, are your specialty shoes that you have are very male dominated and driven. Oh, absolutely. So we're not talking about a boutique store with a bunch of high heels in it. Right. It is, um, you know, it's definitely for your contractor workers and, um, you know, farmers and heavy duty operators that are wanting, wanting specialized, really good quality shoes. Right. So with that preface, mm-hmm. yeah, I am sure that you yeah. come across this a lot. Oh, I well, yeah, I do. Now some, some men will come and say to me, you obviously know what you're talking about. These have worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, 
that makes me feel good. You know, some people will say, I want to talk to her because she sold me them last time and they were really great. So that makes you feel better. Sometimes you sell stuff and and it goes out the door and you don't see somebody for like two years. And in the back of your mind, you're like, oh my gosh, did you like give them the right thing? You know, it's always a question in your head, you know, because I, I see things, um, as far as shoes go, I see shoes and styles nine months in advance to anybody else. Mm -hmm. So whatever I'm getting this fall, I've already seen it. Um, so sometimes when you, like whenever you see it in, let's say January and you see it back in August again, sometimes you forget the, you know, the logistics of whatever you're selling. So whenever you sell something that is new and that lasts them for a long time, you know, you feel good about the fact that they bought it from me or that, you know, and, uh, they, it actually held up and it did the, what it was supposed to do. Um, and it always feels good when someone comes, compliments you, obviously, uh, but I don't need a big head, so I tell them, don't tell me anything else. I don't need to, I need to be a walk out here tonight. Well, I bought some very, really, really high quality snow boots in your store, and they have lasted me over five years That's now. Amazing. And But it was because, um, I believe it was your uncle that sat down and explained exactly how to take care of them each season, because mm-hmm. obviously snow, mm-hmm. snow boots around here don't get used that often. Right. He told me, you know, it's going to dry out rot if you put them here. If you, you know, if you leave them in the garage with no heating and air conditioning, then, you know, and how to take care of these to last them for a really long time. So it's just wild. I haven't been back in, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the, that type of customer service is really evident. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we're trying to get more women in. Um, unfortunately the women's work boot industry is just not there. Like it needs yeah. to be, they forget that we do work. They forget mm-hmm. that we are out in the field. There's a lot of ladies that work for different construction companies or mm-hmm. even on the road and they forget that we don't like we exist. So often I'm always like, are you going to come out with a ladies version of that? You know, or are you going to come out with, are you going to come out with something that they can use because they don't have it and they forget that we're even there. Um, so I am trying my best to get more ladies stuff, but unfortunately, um, it's just not always there. Uh, you can buy cute boots all day long, uh, but if you need a work boot, that's hard. It's harder sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Let's ask some questions about being a business in a small town. So what has a small town like Marion provided for you? Um, we have local support, which I really like. Um, we have people that come in from the city and we have people that come in from all these different manufacturers uh, because we are small, but our name is out there. Uh, a lot of people say to me that work in like uh, manufacturing, your name was first on the list of places they wanted us to go. Okay. Um, and that's really big, especially whenever you are a small business and they are a multi-million dollar company is telling them, hey, go here. <laughs> um so I really do appreciate that. Uh, we do get uh, the mayor has <laughs> come in a couple years ago before COVID, which I call BC before COVID. Um, we used to go to, we would get invited, me and my husband would get invited to the um, school board uh, banquets and it was usually like an auction. And the mayor, like, I did not know it until after, but he like auction, he got our gift certificate through an auction. Uh-huh. And that was a big deal for me. Cause I mean, like, I really do like our mayor. I really support him and he supports us during COVID. You know, he said, I called him on the phone and I said, what are we supposed to do? I said, you know, we're not necessarily essential. He goes, I'm working on figuring out how you can be essential. Yeah. Um, he's like, I already thought about that. So he does keep us in mind and he keeps all of us down here in mind. Um, and I also, you know, we get, um, 
we get support out of the, the people who have been here forever. My dad has gone to high school with so many people that I've run into, yeah. uh, and they come back in time after time. Um, even if they don't live here, they'll come back. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, it's that small town support that you get, uh, even if you're not here, yeah. <laughs> you're still coming back in because you are from here. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I like the fact that, um, a lot of times when you're a small business owner and you are in the downtown area, you become, uh, friends and you tell stories with other, you know, like Benny's we've known John Hill forever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I was at Benny's on Saturday night mm-hmm. and it's like, he just comes up and like, you can just yeah. like laugh and have a good time. And, you know, it's that kind of support, you know, that you, you know, you, if you need something, you have each other, yeah. you know? Um, and then as far as the community goes, um, there's so many different people around here nowadays, people coming in and out, you know, um, it's nice whenever you get that long t- term customer who's been here forever, yeah. you know, and you've known their family and they know your family and it's like a generational thing. Yeah. Um, my husband's family, they've been coming in our store forever. I don't know how I missed him this entire time, yeah. but my father-in-law said, I have been coming to your store with my grandpa, Yeah. you know, and that's been years ago. So, yeah. I mean, like I love the generational support that you get yeah. from this town. That's a cool. And talk a little bit more about that hometown pride, because something we've talked about a little bit earlier, people that have moved away, we all have friends that have moved away, but what would you say to people that, um, are looking at Marion as a place to live and work and maybe start a business? Um, I love Marion. I have obviously never left. A lot of my friends have left. Actually, several of my friends have left uh, for greener pastures, as they could say. I, um, I don't see it that way. Uh, they can say the grass is greener, but you know, you don't know till you're over there. And I've convinced myself that it's just greener right here. Um, I, I think that this is a great area to live in. Uh, for the most part, you know, you're uh, ideally located. Uh, you've got St. Louis two hours away. You've got Nashville three hours away. You've got Paducah 45 minutes away. If you want to go someplace for a day, you can go someplace for a day and come back. Um, but there are so many things that are happening here now that did not happen when I was a kid. It's exciting to see uh, the changes in, in what's going on. Like, for example, if you would have told me at 12 years old that Tracy Lawrence was going to come here, I would have been completely shocked. Uh-huh. You know, like and Tracy McBride. Martina McBride. McBride. Martina McBride. <laughs> yeah. And there's other um, bigger Christian bands that have been in this yeah. area. Like Big Daddy Weave is my favorite. And yeah. one of these days I will meet that man. Um, <laughs> I keep trying. It's just not happened yet. Um, but they come here and, you know, you get bigger names here and, um, you've got like the hub, which is great. And you've got, um, which is our recreational absolutely. center. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I keep forgetting that not everybody knows that, but me. And when I was a kid, <laughs> uh, Bob Butler, you know, the mayor before he had a shirt that said the hub on it and it had the tower square in the middle and it said the hub. And I still have that shirt. Yeah. And my mom said, are you going to get rid of that shirt? I was like, never, I will never get rid of that shirt. I'm going to make it to like a quilt or something. Yeah. Um, because this is a small community, um, and it's not so big that it's overwhelming. You know, you can get around fairly easy. You know, we've got a lot going for us, but what I really like the fact is that a lot of things are going on down here and I have not seen a lot going on here for a very long time. You know, for a long time we were the only business, one of the only businesses down here. And the only time 
that people were around is when we were busy. And so the other times, you know, there would be no one around. Uh, so I'm really excited to see, like, a lot of the independent um, restaurants. And uh, I watched another one of your podcasts uh, that another bakery is coming into mm-hmm. town, which is really exciting. Granny Puckets. Granny mm-hmm. Puckets. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I don't think that anybody should be terrified to open up a business. It's going to be a matter of where you're going to put it at down here because we're filling up fast. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I don't know what they would have to offer. I'm going to say what we should need is more restaurants, small town restaurants. We need mm-hmm. more mom and pop restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind the big ones, but if you're going to shop, if you're going to support local and you're going to shop local, you might as well eat local. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I feel. I like to eat local anywhere I go. I'm always on like Google or Yelp looking at, you know, small yep. businesses as far as eating goes or, or shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be scared to open up something, especially if you can get the support of your family and the community, uh, mm-hmm. in on something. So I don't know what else to That's say awesome. besides that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> did you, did you talk about, um, what advice you would give your younger self as an entrepreneur? Uh, run. I don't know. Um, <laughs> probably not to beat myself up so much. I'm constantly beating myself up over small things. And uh, in the scheme of things, it's really not that important. Probably not second-guessing myself. You know? Um, well said. I wish that I could probably go back and say, Hey, listen, you probably need to think about doing this and this and this to get you here faster, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but that's just the way it is. You don't get to do that. You know, when I was 15 or 16, you know, the thought never occurred to me that, you know, I would be a small business owner, you know, back then I was too interested in wanting to drive. Sure. I had a one track mind driving. Mm -hmm. Um, but nowadays, um, it's just a matter of making sure that, you know, People are happy that, you know, we go home and we have a clear conscience and everybody's happy and, um, you know, you had a good day, basically. Um, So, I don't know what else to say to that, probably. I think think that sums it up really well. Did you want to talk any more about the family dynamic in having a multi-generational family business? Oh, well, I often say we should be on a reality show. Because <laughs> we can make that happen. I know. Yeah. Uh, I said the other day, I said, if you do you remember whenever the first reality shows came out, it was like West Coast Choppers or something like that. Yeah, right. And I had said at the time, I said, um, <laughs> so they yell and scream at each other all day. And I said, I think that we, we could, could throw boots. That. We could do that. We could we throw could things. That, we could yeah. throw boots at each other. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> We could throw boxes. We could just yeah. knock boxes off the shelf. Yeah. Um, I, the secret to 96 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, we, my dad's side of the family, which is where this started at, they're mm-hmm. Sicilian. So um, I'm always like, we could throw a spin in on the fact that we are a Sicilian family. You know, like the mob <laughs> or the mob boss or the godfather. I'm like, you could be the godfather. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Something right now. like, that's no, no, no. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I love being with my family. And I, ideally, that's probably one of the biggest reasons as to why I'm still there. I love being with my family. I love being with my mom and dad. And um, 
there's never not been a day that I wake up and think, oh, I gotta see my parents again. And I love seeing my parents. I absolutely do. I think they're hysterical. <laughs> uh, I could probably have a comedy show about some of the stuff that those two do because it's hilarious. But um, I used to pit them against each other when I was bored. You know, <laughs> I would be like, Mom said that you didn't get this done, and what is she talking about? You know, and then they would have a little bit of an argument, and that would keep me entertained for an hour during the day. Um, and I'm an only child, so there's nobody else that can say anything. <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh, But you know, what's really great is my uncle has started to work with us and he's been here for two years. And that Mm -hmm. is something that five years ago, if you would have told me, I would be like, you are out of your mind. Oh yeah. Uh, Is he like uncle Cy from duck dynasty? Um, yeah, actually (laughs) he's got the beard. Well, he did have the beard. He kind of shaved it off recently, but he did have the beard. I told him at one point to braid it and he disagreed with me. Um, but yeah, he has been gone from here since I, well, off and on since I was four, he's been gone and I never got to know him as much of as a kid but as an adult like to get to know him has been tremendous um and that's my mom's brother Mm -hmm. um so I love that he's around he's 15 years older than me so it's not such a stretch so he is more on my side about like (laughs) some of the stuff that I want to do like the technology stuff he's really into he likes that um but, you know, at the same time, it's like having a brother, you know, because I never had one. I don't know what that would be like, but mm-hmm. if it would be like this, that would be just fine. Um, but, you know, I love having him around and um, I hope he never wants to leave. Wow. Um, I, yeah. You know, he's, he's just a really good addition to this wacky thing that we got going on. Um, but it's just um, my husband bought the building beside us, so his engineering firm is right beside okay. us now. I so wonder I, who that was. Yeah. I've got a yeah. I'm going to plug my husband, Boyd Engineering. Okay. <laughs> MEP, Mechanical Electrical cool. Plumbing. Yes. Uh, so he designs all that. Um, and he's bought the building right beside us. And for two years, I have been constantly on him, like, please buy the building beside us. Think mm-hmm. about how great this will be. And it's been pretty awesome because when my kids get bored, they go to see him. Yeah. You know, when they get tired of being with me, yeah. they go over, like, two steps out the door. They go see yeah. Dad, and, you know, they're right there. And so, like, we have this whole block here of just, like, this family. And so when my in-laws come, you know, to see us, they come to one of the other buildings or whatever. And I love it. I And I, it's kind of like, you know, what I had always, you know, wanted or anticipated that we would all be in one area mm-hmm. and you know if we need something we've got each other um, and I like that what do you think that you're teaching your children when now that you grew up at, at Adam's shoes and now you get to see your children growing up in Adam's shoes and now by your your husband's engineering firm what do you think that you're teaching them as they grow up with this a really big core piece of their Um, childhood. I hope that I'm teaching them that um, family is everything. It's a dynamic and I'm hoping that I'm also teaching them that, you know, if this is what they want to do, it's hard work, that it's not going to be an easy Mm -hmm. ride, that no one's going to give you anything. You have to work for it. Um, We're trying to instill in my son right now, you know, um, if you want something, you have to work for it. He wanted to give money to St. Jude and he said, you need to give me some money for St. Jude. And I said, Okay, and my husband heard, and he goes, no, 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 I think that you're going to need to do something to work for it. He said, that's going to mean more to you when you give money to something because you've worked for it. So he had some stuff he had to do uh, to give money to St. Jude. So I just want them to know that, you know, it, you just don't get there because it's a handout. You have to work for it, and I want them to know that if this is what they want to do, that's great. I'll support them, that it's just not, you know, there's always going to be things about being in business that are not always easy. 
and uh, I want them to see that we have each other even though we get if we get frustrated or you know we get mad at each other we still come back at the end of the day and we're still a family and we're still close and uh, we still you know forgive each other and we get back up and do it the next day I still want them to see that because we are me and my husband even when we were dating it was always about family um, so we always wanted to have a family dynamic. I'm trying right now to get my parents to go on vacation with us, which is not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, we we want that we want them to see that you know your family is what you've got, um, and that you know if you could if they need help or you need or they need something, you've got them. Yeah. So that's that's my goal. Yeah. Well, Teresa, this has been a pleasure. Hey, this it is really fun. Has. I, you know, bring me back anytime. I'll ask some questions. Not a nightmare. <laughs> no, no, I had an awful, you said, awful you nightmare. You said coming in, you thought it might be. I had an awful nightmare last night about this. I you was, did? I did. It no. was awful. I was dreaming that, um, for whatever reason, my mom kept coming in here and then other family members kept, and I was like, what? And they That's were trying funny. to talk and over me and yeah. I was just Does like. Does that happen? Um, yeah, a lot, actually. Uh, I just remember in my dream, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then you guys had these huge headphones on me and I was uh-huh. trying to talk and I was yeah. like all inclusive. We were going to do that, but no. Yeah. Do you think mom, dad, or uncle will be listening to the podcast? Oh, absolutely. My uncle yeah. said to me, well, if it's live and I'm like, I don't think it's live, but whenever it does go out, absolutely. We will, we will shoot it your way. That's great. Um, I know he wanted to be, I think he wanted to be over here with me today. Yeah. And I was like, well, I uh, don't see why not. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we can do it again. I don't know. Well, we're going to have to work on that reality TV show. Yes, um, We could call it The Addams Family. Well, yeah, or, and then we could snap. Or yeah. the, the Shoe Dynasty, like Duck Dynasty, <laughs> Shoe Dynasty. <laughs> See, I'm working on it already. I like that. Yeah. Like that you can, you, yeah. You're the English major, so you can write. I, I could write You could write it. for yes. this yes, new I've, show. I've written several commercials uh, uh-huh. just out of necessity. So, yes, That's a great I would gift. totally write that. That's yeah. a great gift. But That's awesome. Teresa Adams-Boyt from Adams Shoe Store. Third generation. Third generation. Yes. Legacy business. I want to be around in four years when we celebrate 100 years of Adam's Shoe Store. And I have been trying to figure out what to do for that. Oh, Ooh. that'd be awesome. I don't know what to do. Maybe we I will can. help. Yeah, that would be great. I, I'm serious. I, I don't that'd know what so I would cool. do for that. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I had talked to um, Nicole over at Wit and Wisdom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about, you know, like, we need food trucks and all this stuff mm-hmm. out there, you yeah. know, to... to do things. Yeah. I want to implement, and I know this is like a, just an idea I hatched not too long ago, but I would love to implement like a food truck Friday down here. And we have all that parking back there. We yeah. could put all those food trucks back there yeah. and uh, I think it's have, great. A, have a big time. There's been a lot of talk. Yeah. About yeah. I would yeah. love food that. Truck. Oh yeah. That'd well, be great. anytime Options. any of those food trucks come around me, I'll smell them out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. We've got some amazing ones. Teresa, thank you so much. Hey, thank you for asking appreciate me to come. It. I appreciate it. It's been fun. This yeah. has been really great. Yeah. We also want to thank all of our listeners and watchers for tuning in for Small Town Big Business. This episode was very, very good. I appreciate it very much. And, of course, thank our sponsors for making Small Town Big Business possible. That includes Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and of course Union Street Arts. I want to thank Luke O'Neill, who's our podcast manager. And if you're interested in creating some content like a podcast for recording, either by listeners or for watchers, just contact Luke O'Neill at Union Street Arts. And Teresa, what is the best way for people to find Adam's Shoe Store? We are five blocks off of Route 13. So you just 
turn on, you can turn right from Route 13, from, you know, 13, or if you're coming on thir from 37, turn right. And we're on North Market, and keep going straight, and there we are on your right-hand side. Or if you come up through the square, you can come around. And I don't know how to explain this very well, but you come around and you come down through the good old building, and we're keep going straight, and we're on your left. On North Market. On North Market Street. Um, and we're your next step to quality footwear. That's what we tell everybody. There we so. go. That's great. And on, are you, do you have social media? We do. And, we have okay. a Facebook uh, page. Uh, it's just Adam's Shoes or Adam's Shoe Store. I can't remember which. We've had to change it 14 times. Um, and then we have Shop Adam's Shoes, which is my website that we're working on. Uh, it's currently, uh, you can see a lot of it. You can't shop from it yet. Morgan on that. But uh, you can get on there and watch our commercials and get on our Facebook page and stuff like that too. So you can look around on there as well. Please subscribe and catch our new Small Town Big Business episodes that are released every two weeks. You can see us on Facebook also at Ethos at the Citadel on Tower Square Plaza. And or you can email me to find out more information at Russell at watermarkethos.org. I'm Russell Williams. And I'm Allison Hassler. Thank you for listening.